0: Hey there. Thank you for hitting play. I'm Theo, the host of Engagement Insights, and today we'll talk with Amy Wolfurst and Richard Yarmush about playing games at work. But first, let me have them intro themselves to you.
1: Hi, I'm Amy. I am the director of the business analyst team here at MODIS. I'm located in the United States, way up in the Northeast in lovely Rochester, New York, Um, and I've been with MODIS for about three years.
0: Awesome. Moosh.
2: Hello, uh, my name is Richard Yarmish. My friends and coworkers call me Moosh. I am the delivery operations manager here at MODIS. Um, I am currently recording from Reston, Virginia, which is about 30 minutes outside the nation's capital of D.C.
0: So before we get into the interview part, I wanted to explain what they will be referring to as remote games. Remote games is a channel in Slack that I opened up in March 2020 when COVID hit. We work for a remote first company, so working from home was not new to us but still decided to open up a space where people could play via Slack without having to use any type of video calling tool. Here's how they describe it and a bit about their experience with this space. Okay, let's get to the questions. Um, What is remote games? How would you describe it to anyone listening? Like what is remote games
1: to you? It's kind of a tough one. Um. It's a fun way for us to enter, you know, to engage with our fellow modites around the world. It's a little stress relief. It's definitely entertainment.
2: Awesome. Moosh? <laughs> uh, yeah, remote games are a way for those of us who cannot meet in person to um, have fun, kick back, enjoy each other's company, while also playing something that we all enjoy together.
0: Yay. Hey, OK. How much time does it take you guys to participate in the games? Well, so it depends. You know, you, you throw a
1: picture out there, just kind of, or, you know, a game out there, and it just kind of takes on a life of its own. If you just have a couple minutes, you can scroll through and see all the responses. Um, but we've had a couple games where there are some serious, serious sleuths here at Modus. And I think you can really spend a lot of time if you want to deeply engage and have
0: the time.
2: <laughs> Moosh. Uh, Yeah, I I definitely say it depends on um, what the remote game is that's being played at that time. Um, You know, here at Modus, we have a couple of of different things that we do in the remote games channel. There's also a Catan channel where a couple of us play Catan remotely. um, And it can be, you know, just five minutes of my time to look at something and take a guess. Or, you know, I could come back to it multiple times in a day, spending about five minutes here or there reading up on responses and then maybe formulating a new response myself or if you're you know playing katana it could take you know 30 minutes to maybe an hour or something
0: awesome so it's not that uh much time consuming okay great um even if it's only chat like specifically to remote games do you feel engaged or that people engage
1: oh my gosh absolutely i it, it looks like there's maybe a third of the modites in the remote games channel itself. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's a pretty active group. I wish there were more of us. You Mm -hmm. know, I will give a quick longer example. We played a game of whose refrigerator is this? And I remember thinking, how the heck is this going to (laughs) work? And people just swarmed from all over with their answers and their guesses and their detective skills. So, yeah, I think we get a lot of great engagement.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Moosh.
2: Uh, Yeah, I think that for some people, text is actually the preferred way to kind of interact um, in a remote environment, especially with a game that's happening You know, throughout the workday. They can spend a few minutes to just kind of type out their response and then go back to programming or leading a project or taking a phone call, um, doing whatever they need. And then they can come back and see how it's kind of progressed from there, see what other people are saying, how other people are responding, and then kind of chime back in um you know you'll see some threads that can get up to you know 40 replies sometimes if it's <laughs> something that's really entertaining uh, or that people are really trying to deep dive what what is going on there
0: <laughs> interesting okay great um last question favorite moment or story uh in remote games Oof, you're going to make me just pick one.
1: Um, okay. We were playing a game where we had to take a picture of something and really zoom in. And then other people were supposed to guess what the picture was of. Um, and one of the pictures that got put out there, the guess was that it was a floor mat. It turned out that that was someone's cat. And <laughs> the cat owner did, did pretend to be a little bit offended by the insinuation that her cat was a floor mat. Um, so that was some very- witty dialogue that was going on
2: (laughs)
0: awesome um
2: my my favorite moment was definitely um because i do contribute to a lot of the the picture games my favorite moment was definitely when everyone gave me a really hard time for my refrigerator um (laughs) and uh, specifically what it was stocked with and the people were in quite disbelief that this could be someone's day-to-day use of a refrigerator um so that was definitely i chuckled for a good solid few minutes after uh, i got the responses on that one
0: <laughs> yeah i remember people like guessing it was like hq or yeah.
2: something like that
0: <laughs> now i want to explain how i handle it and why it's important for engagement Remember there is not a one-size-fits-all formula for engagement but please feel free to try out any of the ideas I'll mention. How do I handle this channel? Two main things, it's voluntary so people can get out and in of the channel if they want to and we have a new game each month. Why is it important for engagement? I'll mention three points today but really I could go on forever. Um, the first one is different personalities, second one, play at work benefits, third one, time zones and time. So the first one, different personalities. Not everyone wants to hop on a video call and play. Remember that there will be introverts at your company or simply people that just don't enjoy having video calls 24-7. I don't even enjoy Having back-to-back calls, even if it's super fun. We need to open spaces for everyone. The second one. I'm going to read you a little article I found. Research has found evidence that play at work is linked with less fatigue, boredom, stress, and burnout in individual workers. Play is also positively associated with job satisfaction, sense of competence, and creativity. Research also suggests that upsides of play extend beyond the individual. Teams of workers can benefit from play through increased trust, bonding, social interaction, sense of solidarity, and much more. Last but not least, time and time zones. For us, we have over 10 different time zones, and people don't always have the time to join a call. Playing games over chat, as you heard from our guests, don't take up as much time as calls. And they do have fun. People are working and sometimes can join all of the initiatives you do over calls, events, things that you host. Don't be discouraged. Um, This reminds me of a time when the co-founder at the company I work for told me that if I made one employee happy and engaged at an event, it's a win. This was at a time I told him I was a bit sad uh, when an event I planned had lower attendance than expected. You heard about some of the games we have played over Slack, but I'll be posting more of these in my Instagram page. So go follow me and read about these games. Thank you again for hitting play. It means the world to me, you guys. Thank you, thank you. I'll see you next time.